Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. She doesn't have to take care is of her it, hair wait, the same are way. Are you going through a stroke? Why? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure that was like English. Like she'd not go through what they went. Like I don't even know what oh you're saying. Oh my god! Stop. Okay. This is not skinny but not fat, and I'm your host Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is not skinny but not fat. Okay, you guys, today, Sister Ariel is back with actually contributing nothing. <laughs> Just kidding. We recap, review, gossip, talk shit about our favorite reality shows, our favorite celebrities, per Yuji. I also have a mini interview that I'm going to add at the end of this episode with Mr. The Man, the sometimes dyed beard, the, you know, celebrity gossip pioneer of doodling on their faces and talking the most shit and breaking and spilling the news, the tea, the one, the only Perez Hilton, everybody. So stay tuned for the end of the episode to hear that little titty betty. We have lots to talk about. I'm so excited. Love is blind. We'll start with that. For those of you who live under a GD rock, love is blind is in Netflix's Number one trending show. It was a three-week event hosted by the Lachaise, Nick and Vanessa. Basically, a group of Atlanta singles, males, females, meeting behind walls in these little pods and not getting to see each other, basically forming these relationships, not knowing what the other person looks like, having to propose, if you want to, at the end of these like little speed dating thingies and people got engaged people got married people fell in love blind is love blind sight unseen sometimes i don't know if you didn't watch it go fucking watch it be like the rest of the world who you know knows what i'm talking about i tried to do my best to like binge like a normal person binges and finish it in time but i really suck at binging but you were actually really good with Love is Blind. I know, but I still didn't make it on time. And in Mortimer, I was like depressed those you days. You were a few days late. I was a few days late, but I wanted to be like right on time, even though it didn't matter because it wasn't like shell shocking yeah. like endings. The couples we ended up with that actually got married are Cameron and Lauren and Amber and Barnett. And G and Damien are still together. Right. But I'm saying who got married. Yeah. 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 Damien is a psycho killer. Why do you think that? That's what I think. What? He gets so angry. He doesn't get angry. He stays calm. Have you seen him yell at all? It's passive. It's passive. I'm telling you. No, but I actually, he's very emotional. (laughs) You like it? 
I don't mind him. I, I don't have like, like strong feelings listen, about him. I think him. we owe an apology to G since everyone said she was an actor. She is. But she's still with Damien. No, I'm, maybe she like fell in love with him. But like, did you remember like in the wedding, the speech that she gave? Like that, where did that come from? No, she like acted like she was on a telenovela she, the entire she, like thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's an actress. You know why I said don't say the sex is amazing, <laughs> huh, Damien? <laughs> Do you ever wonder? And I hmm. lost the butterflies in my stomach. Like, what did she say? And I'm still searching. Like, she had lines that, like, that's the way an episode of a telenovela would yeah, end. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I have a twin sister who is actually me. Like, that's her vibe. <laughs> but it's surprising because, like, she might have that personality that's, like, attention-seeking, like, wanting to shine, like, be overdramatic. But... I guess their relationship was real because she could have like not dated Damien. I'm sure guys slid into her fucking DMs like she's hot. No, she that like I'm saying like she probably really liked Damien, but she also acted the whole thing out. Yeah, she acted the whole thing out, but she's also very dramatic. Did you see her mom? Me lady, like me lady. She comes from like a very dramatic woman who like made the whole wedding about her. I can't. She's like, you should have said no first and not been a loser. Like she was so So funny. But that's, I think, a part of the show that from the beginning I didn't like that like it's like we're gonna force all the couples to go down the aisle and like humiliate the other person but I think from what I understood at the reunion and and through their interviews post reunion and everything most couples like talked before like what they're gonna do yeah and I think that once Netflix chose the couples that they were going to air like after that wedding, if they wanted to leave, uh, they wouldn't let them leave just because like they chose they wanted to have them on the show. So like two less people would be like harder, like is is worse for entertainment. You know what I mean? Like you need everybody to be there. But don't you think they finished filming all the couples and then I don't get what you're saying. I'm saying that like there were specific amount of couples that went to Mexico and were in the same hotel. And those are the people that they chose to film. Oh, you don't think... Other couples went to the hotel? No. They just were on the pods and got engaged? Yeah. And they weren't even sent to Mexico? No. Didn't you read that one couple went to like Florida or something? Oh, right. Rory. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the people that were in Mexico were filmed. But then you know what the exception is? Is stupid Carlton and Diamond. Which like she's not stupid. He's stupid. No, but there was no way that they were going to force those two to like go through with the whole thing. First of all, he's like insane. I heard he's like posting like suicidal things. Listen, it's really hard. Like, no, but I want to put two things separate. The fact that he's like bi or whatever. Fine. Like, we don't care. We accept you. The fact that you withheld information is like not telling someone you have kids until after she says yes to an engagement. Like, you should have said it. But I'm not even talking about those things. I'm saying he was acting like a dick. Like there was Carlton in the pods, as they say. Yeah. Who was like, baby, baby, I love you. Like amazing. And there was Carlton in real life who was like, yo, yo, like hat backwards, like being a dick to her. Yeah. Like even before. And I feel like she reacted to him. He was being a giant dick. He obviously has mad issues. He's obviously very insecure, very unsure of who he is. Very like pretending to be like out and and accepting himself, but he's really not accepting himself yet. Yeah. And the fact that he like proposed on the reunion to be like friends. Did you get that? I didn't understand the that at all. What the fuck was that? And Diamond, I feel like was like, 
I she didn't like, even want to put the ring on. No, she that's was what like, I'm saying. I think that she was like, I'll look like a... Because she's getting like death threats. She's getting hate. So she probably was like, if I say no, I'll look like a dick. Yeah. But at the same time, what am I putting a ring on for? Like for being cool with each other? Like, like I need to put not. an engagement ring? But even if they were, even if he was like, can we just be cool? But like you put a ring on our finger for being cool. It made no sense I like rather think that it's like his weirdness and not like production. Cause then you're like, what was production thinking? Like yeah. giving him the ring back to do that. It was just like so weird. And he, he was very disturbing to me yeah. in the reunion. I really like diamond. I feel like she like, she's getting a PhD girl. Yeah, no, I know. But I'm saying in terms of like, also like she held herself together. Like she was totally cool. Yeah. And it was just like, he was and she and also I'm team diamond like she wasn't gonna be like then I can't marry you she was just like wait give me a minute yeah to like process process this this and also process the fact that you did withhold information and that's kind of not cool to save something so critical for after you get married or engaged or whatever and she just wanted to have a conversation and he got very very defensive very very quickly very very aggressive very very quickly and like no he it was not a good look and that doesn't mean that he should be accepted for who he is for who he loves for who he has loved that's not the point yeah another person that got a lot of hate was Jessica and you and I actually like agreed on this I totally, from the beginning yeah. like I think Jessica got a very bad edit on the show I think she overdrank and was stupid when she did. I think she fell in love with Barnett, thought she was going to end up with him. He hurt her soul and like crushed her to like... You can't take back the fact that he said like, Jessica's my number one. And then in the pod said like, I'll marry you tomorrow. Like you say that and then you do something else. Of course, the other person is going to have feelings about it. And she was obsessed with him. And it's so funny that she asked him that day because I remember watching it. And her being like, do you still feel like what you felt yesterday? And I was like, why is she even asking that? Like, of course he does. It's been a day. Right. You know, and then he's like, no. Right. So my thing, and I told you this this morning, is like, I don't agree with the amount of hate she got. Like, people are calling her ageist for like the the 10-year difference with, uh, age difference with Mark bothering her. Like, no, she's 35 years old. She wants to, she has different goals. She has different things that she wants in life at a different pace because of her age. So a 24 year old who hasn't finished training, like I don't like, excuse me, if I went on TV show and I was like, I don't want to be with someone. I'm successful. I don't want to date someone who hasn't even finished studying what he wants to do. So he's like not making money. That's okay. I'm allowed. She's allowed to. And any any reason for her not to want to be with Mark, she's allowed to have. Like, people can't tell her. Like, and like, Mark got such a good edit. And I'm sure that it was an overly good edit. It's an overly good edit. Because then we heard that he had like had a girlfriend before or something. But I'm sure he's like a 24 year old. And like, Cameron is the only one that's like, that's abnormal. He's actually a man that's like dreamt of his wedding day, dreamt of proposing, <laughs> bought a house for his like future babies. That's like for real one in a million. That's why people are obsessed with him. Yeah. But Mark isn't. Yeah. And remember when we talked about Jessica's, one of her confessionals, she made total sense. And she was like, the fact that he's not concerned makes it like unbelievable. 
Like she was yeah, like, he's like, you want to have babies tomorrow? Yes. You sure. want to get married tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. Like, like you have to think about things. Like what do you, what babies do you have a job? Can you support us? Like, what are we going to do? Like she didn't even say that, but I was thinking that he just, he didn't even hear her. Like the, he didn't listen to the question. He just said yes. Because like, I think for right. him, he was smart and he like wanted to continue on the show and have as much airtime as possible. So that meant pretending like Jessica is literally like the queen of his life. And then he was like on the show and got a really good rep got a lot of followers out of it and he knew what he was Did doing. Did you see that he like celebrated getting verified? Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He knew what he was doing you and it wasn't for Jessica. You, you have to understand, people that go on reality TV today are savvy. The way that like today we're internet savvy, we're, you know, all these things. People that go on reality shows know they're going on a reality show. It doesn't mean they can't fall in love like Damien and, and G, like... But they also know the things that can come out of it. They also know that they want those opportunities. They also know they'll get a lot of followers. They'll, they also know it can change their lives. Like, Let's put it this way. The main reason they go on the reality show is to get the fame out of it. And if they fall in love while they're on there, great. They're going to get the followers, to get the verification, the blue check, to get opportunities. Dude, Cameron wasn't. Like, what the fuck is Cameron going to do with the 850K followers? Like, he's a scientist. Like, <laughs> so, what is he going to do? Like, advertise Brooklinen? No, so they got maybe one person who, like, actually went to find love and probably was having a hard time on the outside. But, no, like, but he had a, such a glow up. He had the biggest glow up of the whole cast. He looks so amazing. Like, style change. Did he get a fucking stylist or yeah. is Lauren, like, his stylist? I guess Lauren is stylist. He got buff. AF, he's legit like the Hulk. He, like, abs. I I was, like, shocked when I saw him. And there are pictures of them all over, like, pop pictures. And you're like, you're like, is that the I same was person? I kind of shook because, like, don't you remember at the beginning you told me I'm looking, Ariel loves looking at their Instagrams. I don't get, like, so swept up until, like, the end. Ariel checks out people's Instagrams, like, the first episode. <laughs> and they were at, like, nothing. Nothing. Nobody knew them. They were but it's nothing. Like, it's one of those things. So yesterday I was doing this podcast with this girl who's who's a single like thirty year old, let's say, and I told her I don't get the Cameron like following. Yeah. Like I get that he was sweet, remember? Like I get it. He's so sweet, but like and she was like, Oh my god, I'm obsessed with Cameron. Like I wanna be like break up with Lauren, be my and I was like, Okay, that's who's following him. Like all these women that are like enamored by the fact that a man like that exists like you thought that was creepy because it almost doesn't make sense for a man to be so emotionally available so ready for intimacy so like you know ready for everything ready, ready for fucking everything, everything that it almost makes it like creepy yeah but for women that are searching for that and can't even get a second date like in the single life that's like oh that's like yeah, god yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So, but, but again, like I don't get, you know, the almost Lauren has 1 million. I know. I was going to say that. And can I just be honest for one second? What? When it came to their parts on Love is Blind. You fast forward it. I legit That's so weird. fast forwarded it because like I get it. They're in love. They're so cute. But it wasn't interesting. Like Amber and Barnett were a lot more interesting because like you didn't know what was happening there. They're both crazy as fuck. But... Lauren and Cameron are so like chill. It was kind of boring to watch their scenes. It was like, I'm so loving in love with you. I'm so in love but with you. Are you seem- ready for this? What's happening? You're going to meet my dad. Like, but didn't it seem like Lauren, because she was like so cool and like, you know, outspoken, or whatever, that she would at some point also be like, 
whoa, like chillax, dude. Like it surprised me. But they were both. That she was so accepting of his like over love, you but know? I think she was there too. Like they were both into it. He brought her to his house. She was like, damn, like I want to live it here. It was kind of beautiful because she yeah. was living in like a studio uh, yeah, with yeah. a studio inside her studio. I think her like LinkedIn says she's like a model on things. Well, she definitely was in it not to find love, but found Cameron. Yeah. So. And gained a million followers. But like that's, I mean, it's the same thing as The Bachelor, not like that they're as thirsty because I'm sure these people didn't even know what this was going to be. Right. You know, you can never know. It could be a flop. It can, whatever. They didn't know what it was going to be, but. But it was a chance to be on a Netflix show. It's not like, oh, I'm going to be on like. A random channel. Listen, it's the same thing, and we'll do a just a quick little droplet. It's the same thing as like we want to send our mom on Bachelor for Seniors, <laughs> and like, what do you mean not, we want to send her? You filled out an application, I filled out a seventy question application, and like, if any of y'all listening like know the casting people, like, I filled it out terribly because. The way I do things is like quick and stupid. Yeah. Also, like I didn't tell mom, but I like spilled her life beans there. You did. Yeah. I thought you did it quickly and you didn't answer. No, but some I questions. answered like truthfully. I can't. That's so funny. But like, we need her on the show. Like, if mom gets accepted to Bachelor but Seniors, she doesn't. She first of all, I don't think it's going to be Bachelor Seniors. I think it's going to be a senior dating show. That's what I it's don't gonna think be. it's going to be like the Bachelor, like the Mansion, all that shit. I don't think it's going to be that. They're going to... No, they're, they're casting gonna, seniors, all ages. It's not like one male senior with like 15, no, 30. No, right. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's going to be a different format for a dating show. For sure. My mom is very like hesitant, very doesn't want to. But I'm saying, obviously, like I don't... We don't want her in it for fame. No. No, <laughs> like, but like I'm just thinking like good peeps are going to show up and like this is a chance. I know, but she's... What it's is better, be, online dating or... Which she's not doing either. Which she's not doing either, but, like, if she gets on Bachelor Seniors, we're getting her on that plane. Like, if I have to fly to L.A. myself with her, like, I will, If we have to kidnap her and, like, whatever. But, so, yeah. So, we cross fingers that she'll, like, get on, which I don't get why not. She's, like, super hot, super successful, super everything. She's related to me. I'm, like, I'm a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll take a quick break, you guys, and come right back. So you probably already know that using deodorants that have like aluminum, parabens, sulfates isn't good for you. And it's best really, really to use a deodorant that doesn't contain aluminum. And I've told you before on here and on my Instagram how much I love Native. Native is a deodorant formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. It's vegan, never tested on animals. It's made with ingredients we know of, have heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. I started with their classic scent, coconut and vanilla, which I love. It's also their most popular, but I decided to try the lavender and rose this time and also love it. Just depends if you like a little sweeter, if you like a little more freshy. There's something for everyone. For 20% off your first purchase, visit Native. NativeDeodorant.com and use promo code NSBNF. That's NSBNF during checkout. Okay, so love is blind. There are two more people we need to talk about. Are we going to 
What, Kelly and Kenny? No, the only thing I wanted to say about Don't Kelly. Care. I know, but the only thing I wanted to say about Kelly yeah. is that she clearly like really upset with herself about Kenny and she literally dropped something like, I'm so happy for you, but like, what? I wish we could have continued after the oh, show. Yeah, but like, I was like, bitch, like you skipped out of the like chapel. She couldn't Do remember not to marry the, him. Okay, yeah. Like I remember she was like, no, bye. And like, I literally think she like skipped like down the aisle out. <laughs> and what was so funny was like her mom literally being like, I'm going to disown this bitch. Like, but, but when and her it, sister and her sister was like, Kelly makes awful decisions and Kenny is so great. Like it literally felt like her entire family was like, here Kelly goes again, fucking up anything good in her no, life. No, but legit. <laughs> and at the reception, after she dumped him and he said this like beautiful speech, don't you remember they showed the mom going to the husband, to her, to the, her husband and being like, he's such a great guy. He's the best. Like, yeah. They all loved no, him. I'm telling you, they literally, I feel like the reason she surprises their family is like, you're the worst. Like, what? So you like didn't orgasm? Like, figure your shit out, Kelly. They never had sex. What do you mean? No, but she don't you remember? She's like was talking about like not orgasming and like. Then it's like obviously you have issues with it. You know, it's your own issue. It's not his issue. You didn't give him a chance. She never gave him a chance, and now she's like and also it. like excuse you, Kelly. Who do you think you are? Kenny's cute, and you're kind of on the same level of cuteness. Yeah, I mean, Kenny is a catch. Kenny yeah, I a think catch. he has like a good job. He has a good job. He's good looking. He's very nice. He's like, he's a catch. She was like, he reminds me of my dad. Like, and who do you think you are? Like Giselle? Yeah, I don't understand. She legit thinks she's like <laughs> literally Giselle. Which like, Let's we're all no, like, we're into like, you know, self-confidence. But obviously like <laughs> there's some people that are single and, you know, like people like for a reason or not for a reason because of a reason one last thing kelly and jessica have known each other for, for 10, 10 years. years i heard i mean i read that they were all kind of in the same circle, like, circle or something oh, okay yeah and they're all from atlanta so it was like an atlanta like based that. show i like that because that means that netflix either i mean this could have been done for like logistics but i think that that's giving them a really fair shot from the beginning. Yeah. Like you come to The Bachelor, one person's from Wyoming, one person's from, yeah, like, you know, like Well, they all Singapore. end up moving to like LA anyway. Right. But I'm just saying like this makes it much easier. Like you don't have to quit your job. They didn't even have to quit their job for filming. They they went. They worked. They worked. They worked. They worked, they worked I think. Unless they were in the pods in Mexico, they worked. Well, it was also a 10-day thing. That's like, the thing. We think it's long, but it was 10 It was days. a 10-day thing. So even if they missed work, they didn't miss three months. No. Um, so it was very good for like working people. It was a very good, like I'm saying, imagine, if I was single in Atlanta, I'd be like, why not? Like, you know what I mean? Imagine filming something for 10 days, having it be the trending show on Netflix. Like nobody has not watched Love is Blind. Yeah. Everyone's talking about Love is Blind. And it's going to continue. I'm so excited for all the seasons. You really are. Are you not? I mean, like. No, and you know what? I guess it'll continue not only in Atlanta, though. They might come to New York City. Like, yeah, they might, yeah, they might do it in other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I am excited. I foresee Amber and Barnett not lasting. Hell no. Not going to last. She was like, <laughs> and I, you know, called a divorce lawyer. <laughs> and why um, would, No, but I have a question. Did anyone ask you? Why would you share that? No, I don't know. Why would you share? Like, first of all, if I was Barnett, <laughs> if I was Barnett, I would like... 
crawl inside my skin. Like, why? What do you mean? I would crawl inside my skin like the whole time she ever talks. Why would you share that? Nobody needs to know you called the divorce lawyer and like he should be calling the divorce lawyer. He didn't even speak yesterday. Ah, yesterday. I was like last (laughs) night when I was with him. He didn't even speak on the reunion. Like she literally is so much. But when she has moments... She has moments where I'm like, oh, you're like a person and you speak well um, and she knows how to explain herself. But most of the time she's making that like idiot face, which I don't get. And like, I don't know. And then when he said like, oh, we just have a lot of fun, like we don't fight. And then like two seconds later, they're like, we're so hot headed, both of us, that when we like argue about the smallest thing, it's like a huge deal because we're so stubborn. Both. I just the whole thing was cringeworthy for me. I feel like. You know, it can't They're last. They're not going to last. They're not going to last. The way she spoke about like being financially dependent on him. Like you've known him for 10 days. Please don't be financially dependent yeah, on him yet. It's been a year. Now it's been a year. Yeah. yeah More yeah. than a year. You, true. More than Over a year. A year. A year. But she's like a cocktail waitress. And um, some of my followers told me she did a live and she said in the live that she is getting her license for something, but she didn't say for what. So maybe she'll, I would guess like an aesthetician or something. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe. Like microblading. <laughs> Laser treatments. Um, is that it for Love is Blind? I think we've we've covered it all. Okay. Yeah. So I want to move on to The Bachelor. Bachelor Nation, say what? Oh, my God. No way. Oh, 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 my God. Bachelor, which is coming yeah. up tonight finale episode. I'm so well, excited for this season oh, to be the over. Was last night. This comes out Tuesday. Oh. But uh, let's talk just a little bit about the women tell all. So I feel like I'm really into Kelsey. Wait, can we first let's talk about why would they make it like half an episode, half a woman tell all? They I had like, to finish the rose ceremony. That's why. Yeah, which was Aviosa. Like, obviously, didn't I tell you weeks ago he wanted to bone Vanessa and and how he's going to get rid of her after? Yeah. I knew yeah, it. I know. Um, I think everyone knew it. But he kept Maddie. Of course. Of course. And Hannah Ann. And, and then Maddie, like, don't you remember when he, like, offered the rose? Like, they made, like, a dramatic pause, like, as if she's showing up and not accepting yeah, a rose. Yeah. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Even though it was, like, the most dramatic moment of the season, it was boring. Like, it was, it was a snooze fest. It was a snooze I wanted fest. to, like, fast forward the moments of, like, silence slash, like, forced tension. Like, no tension. Just show us who the fuck, like... You're giving it to so we can know. And also the bloopers. I've never seen such boring bloopers on a Bachelor show. Like usually they're <laughs> so funny. I was like, this isn't Peter even was funny. Kind of a snoozy. This is not funny. Usually bloopers, their bloopers are hilarious. But I'm, I'm so excited to see because like Chris Harrison did say even Peter doesn't know how the season ends. That's a big thing to say. That's saying that there's no ending yet. No, I feel like that's saying it's like just a different format. No, that means that at the end of the show, Peter there wasn't... knows who he's with right now. Peter is aware of his life. Maybe he's going to propose to someone. That's what I'm saying. I think that they're changing the format. Like, he left with no one, and then something happened post-show, and so nobody knows what's happening. Well, my favorite part of the Women Tell All is when they bring out all the people no one cares about. <laughs> Marissa. Who? <laughs> like, that's my favorite story to do because it's like... What, how embarrassing. Like, Nobody knows. I literally wouldn't come. You know what I mean? I, if I was eliminated week one, like, why would I come? Because they're, they're inviting you. And if somebody's inviting you, then you go. Yeah. Especially ABC. 
Okay, I go. Kelsey, you love her. Some people think she's like legit a loony bin. I like her. I feel like she was saying, you know, she she she, she, she was up being, to her shit too. She was like, oh my god, of course I was overdramatic. Of course I was drunk. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to justify that I was like a freak. And then who came after her? Which is like she's saying you're like you're right. Like stop like coming at her. Was it who was it? Tammy. Yeah, maybe Tammy. Oh, Tammy's like trying to shine. Yeah. But I like she was like, I'm saying I was drunk and oh. emotional and like you don't have to keep telling me like what I was doing was bad. Like yeah. I know. What about Victoria F who changed nail polish? What do you mean who changed nail polish? I didn't get that. Oh, you don't get it? No. Because she cried so much and like going down ears that like I noticed her white nail polish the entire season. Yeah. She was always like this. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. wiping her tears. So it was, it was red this time. Oh, it was red? Yeah. And her like fake eyelashes that like really looked fake. Oh, I didn't notice that. Amanda, what's happening today? I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but she seemed genuine. She seemed like she might be regretting some shit. Yeah. I feel like, and she was really, really emotional. Like she was, it was really hard for her. And I'm sure she's regretting shit. I mean, just think about how much hate these people get. Like it yeah, is a really it is hard really thing. Hard. Like, but also probably love. They get love, but I'm saying like, oh yeah, they brought out Rachel Lindsay. That was kind of a weird segment to talk about like hate online, and she just like read a bunch of really hateful things, which is obviously is super sad. It sucks that there are people out there, you know, that are trolls, but not even like trolls that are saying like you know, small mean things. These are trolls that are telling you to go kill yourself. Like that's not normal that these kinds of people even fucking exist. And I mean, those are the people that need to be, you know, uh, disabled on Instagram. Like those are the people Instagram needs to take measures against, you know, not nipples and shit like that. Yeah. But basically that's really all I have to say about the women tell all. I know it wasn't so interesting. What do you think about about what do you think about the the new Bachelorette Claire Crawley? Well, I mean, like after some thought and consideration, I do think that it might be an interesting season. A because Claire is like not boring; like she's kind of crazy. You know her? Like I've seen her. We saw her on um, Winter Games. Yeah. Um, and I feel like when she gets on these shows, like she's gonna be emotional. Like she's thirty eight. I she, love that. She's thirty eight. I'm sure she's looking for a husband. Like we know, she's- I'm so excited for 40 year olds. I'm so excited for Ari's. They're that gonna have bring jobs out in 24 year olds. If they well. do that, then I'm gonna be like one of those people that I'm not watching. <laughs> they're not gonna bring 24 year olds. Of course babe. they are. She's not gonna marry a 24 year old. I know, but they're still gonna bring them. But I'm. You real- think they're not gonna be 38 to 45 year olds? How old is Ari? And how old is Lauren? But that's different, babe. I know, but they're still gonna bring out twenty four year olds. I really hope they're gonna bring. And I'm telling you, Claire is not gonna care that they're twenty four. She was gonna marry Benoit. She's not gonna care that Benoit was not forty. She's not. It's not gonna be like a Jessica situation. She's she's gonna want to be like a Courtney and Eunice. Okay, that is a really good um, transition. Let's talk about. My used to be favorite family. Now I'm having issues. <laughs> the Kardashians. Jealous. Enough. Stop. Enough. 
That's it. We're done. They're going to be back on screen end of March. So excited. Obviously going to watch. I'm having mega, mega bad vibes from Kylie lately. I feel like I'm so negative and so hateful towards her that it's like not healthy for me. I think she's also like blasting on Instagram. It's not, it's not like a coincidence. Like she's been very active on the Instagram. Yeah. But she's act- been like at posts every day, stories every day, like too much. Active in a way that is sickening to the stomach. That just like makes you like cringe every time it's you look so at her cringy. stories. It's just like, it's just like, I can't with Kim. It's like, I, I, I don't know. This is going to sound weird. I feel like I know Kim. Like, we grew up on Kim, you know? Like, yeah. I know everything she went through from, like, being Paris Hilton's assistant to, like, you know, the sex tape to, um, who was her first boyfriend? What was his name? Reggie. Reggie. To, like, all the shit. And, yes, yeah, she got work done over the years. And, yes, yeah, she has the ass and whatever. But, like, I feel like I know her core. Kylie, like, and I know that she's... An amazing businesswoman. I know that she's also a good person. Yeah. I know that she is also doing incredible things now with, uh, you know, prison and, and shit like that. <laughs> just like with you, prisons. Yeah, I'm like really like informed. <laughs> she's like with prisons. Um, releasing people and things. She's studying fucking law. Like she does good things. So Kim like is- I can forgive her for a lot. Like she has... We always talk about this redeeming qualities, but she doesn't post the shit that Kylie posts. And, but she and she doesn't, she doesn't. Uh, right? And she also like yes, she has naked photos, she has promiscuous photos, whatever. Kylie is also very different. That Kim still looks like herself, you know. Yeah. Kylie is not the same person, and she's only twenty one or twenty two. Like. That's not, she's not, Kim is almost 40. So, okay, she had work done. I'm not saying that I'm like pro that, but I'm just saying Kylie, like we saw her as a teenager and then we saw her one day come out after, you know, a complete makeover and like showing off that fake fucking ass and that tummy tuck tummy and those giant boobs that I feel like she's keeping on, she keeps on enlarging the silicon or something, the the implants. They're just getting bigger. And it's just like, like it's too much. And like, that's all you're offering. Like if that's all you're putting up and that's all you're putting out there, then that's what you are to the world to me. You know what I mean? I don't see depth in you. I've never heard Kylie say a smart sentence in my life. I've never heard her say anything of substance. I've never seen her do anything of substance. Like, yeah, she has a billion dollar company. I'm sure it was Chris Jenner's idea and she doesn't fucking do anything. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, she pisses me off. I feel like she's not a good role model to, um, not that she needs to take on the responsibility be a responsibility of no, being I'm a role sorry. model. If you are have a hundred plus million she followers, has more than Kim now. I know, but if you have that many followers and people then you look have responsibility, up to you, then you kind of do have responsibility. And that's like I think a lot of times, and like just a little off track, like what Taylor Swift says, what Justin Bieber even says, what Selena Gomez. She say, doesn't give a shit. Like, they do take on that responsibility to know, like I have a platform and yeah. I'm going to use it to. No, the only thing Kylie uses it for is to make money. And for people to think she's hot, like for certain people, because I don't find that attractive. I really think she's uh, disgusting. 
I'm sorry. I see no redeeming qualities. Once I do, I can say, but she's blah, blah, blah. But I don't know her. Her personality never shown through on the Kardashians. No. Ever. Uh, you don't see, wow, but she's so sweet. Wow, but she's so great. No, I don't see that. I see her having friends that get surgery to look like her, including her own makeup artist, including her best friend now, Stassi Baby. Like, I want to sit down with Jordan fucking Woods and for her to talk shit about Kylie. Like, that's what I fucking want. And I'll be like, I forgive you for fucking over Chloe. And you were just saying the other day, like, they're on some vacation now, the Kardashians, and obviously gazillion pictures of Kylie's ass. And Chloe also has that giant ass, and she's constantly covering it up. Yeah. Chloe's always wearing a cover up, and also Chloe and Courtney specifically, and even Kim. Like, Kim was posting stuff of the kids. She wasn't posting, like, herself at all yesterday when they were like. Well, she posted yin and yang, and she got shit because it's yin and yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I commented on that. You did. Did you see? <laughs> what did you say? I said, because yin and yang Oh, she's is, your clone. Yeah, because like, yin and yang are like opposites. True. They complete each other or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, Kylie got surgery to be to you. To look like you. Like, that's all Kylie wanted her whole life. Like, if Kylie had her own thing and she stayed that, like, punk teenager and transformed and she was cool everyone loved her style like what are you today you're like a trashy with those long fingernails and like I don't know she makes me so angry Ariel she makes me so angry that's why I told my followers I might have to unfollow and really the only Kardashian that I really love still is Courtney. I know and like yeah Kim posted her vagina yesterday <laughs> but like Courtney is looking like Post her vagina, post everything about her. Like, I don't know. What is that? And Scott is say- laying there and I'm just thinking, I'm like, so Scott looks at Courtney, who's like a 40 year old, like MILF, like, like, I don't know. I don't, I can't, I don't even know what to say. I was like, I was like, how is she like, wearing sorry, this string like, bikini? Like she wears a string bikini and she hops around and her ass jiggles the way an ass should jiggle. Yes. But perfectly. Perfect. Like, would pray for that jiggle. Um, and, and yeah, her bikini there. is ugly. Like we were, we're not fans of that bikini. Like a lot of, I got a lot of DMs about that bikini. Um, but like perfection on her. What can I say? Like, and if you know what I was looking else, at her Instagram? I was really trying to compare because I was like, do I just give Courtney the benefit of the doubt? She doesn't and I, post anything. She doesn't post that much. Like she reposted one of the things that did show her body, um, but she posted like the book that she was reading, like the kids, the this and that. Like she has the least followers out of all the sisters, which I don't get. I don't get that either. But I think because like people follow to see Kylie and Kim's to see like the ridiculous shit. Yeah. And And she doesn't doesn't post. post She's like, she has the best style. She, I mean, I'm not saying she looks good for 40. I'm saying she looks the best out of the entire family and she happens to be 40. Like that's what I'm saying. And it looks like, I'm sure she has work done, but it looks like she's, she kept it natural. She kept it really natural. Like maybe she got one of those like, lasers on her butt or like a Brazilian uh there's like I think like a natural not natural no 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 but not like implants or not fat injected yeah that I'm I would you know I would guarantee that she hasn't had done well no because she's had the same body for years now like you would be able to tell right but you are saying that the stories from Saturday night when they're like at a strip not a strip they were at a drag show yeah but their stories from earlier in the day where I think they were at Chris's Palm Springs house, like I also enjoyed those, not the like naked, like Kylie ass ones, but like when they're playing with the kids and they're like, 
You know, like because it's fun to have a big family and a lot and of sisters, and like in a house with oh, a pool. Oh like, yeah, and I dream to like be there every yeah. weekend with you guys. Um, so that like I feel like is like relatable. And then when they all went to a drag show, and Kendall, I guess, was out because she like was sleeping in the car. Yeah, it was like relatable. They were like really having fun and like. I don't know. Like, Chris, like, do you think they're filming? They, they were filming. Oh, they were filming. They showed a camera. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They were filming. Um, and you oh, always Kylie, saw... breaking news right now. What? Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are officially back together. Breaking news. How do you think that works? you think that they, like, tell them today you're going to release this statement? I don't know. I hate him, too. Yeah. TBH, as people say. TBH but yeah. no so when they were in the drag show I don't know like sometimes when they have these relatable moments I'm like wow like th- this is like a normal family and Chris is so cute and Kim just sat there like I think kind of like a Gma, like she wasn't participating in like wild Chloe and Kylie yeah and it was um I I, I enjoyed I mean it. I like seeing I feel like everyone a big family and like so many sisters and how fun it is to like have that bond and have like family that you love so much and want to spend your time with. I want to talk about you're not watching Vanderpump Rules. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Which means like you're about to be like officially fired. You don't watch Vanderpump. You don't watch Housewives. I'm like, like what half, are you good for? I'm like a half of an employee right now. I'm no, like, like I'm going to just bring you in as like a Bachelor <laughs> correspondent. And that's about it. And Kardashians. But you even say this season is like Don't not make on. excuses. Do, do you not say this season is I like. I do. This season is upsetting because you know Vanderpump is my BB. But this season is slacking because a they brought in a bunch of new people they keep on force feeding them down our throats like if you're bringing in new people like let us ease into it like let us see new people in scenes with ogs let us like see what the ogs like about them but no they're showing us new people with new people I don't care about Dana and Max dating. I don't know either of them yet. I don't care about Brett and Charlie going on a date because I don't care about either of them and probably won't ever. And I was actually having a really interesting discussion about Vanderpump Rules the other day on the podcast I was on. And the, the host had a really, really good point. She said Vanderpump will not be able to continue endlessly because like... The way VPR started is a bunch of friends working at a restaurant, being sloppy, drunky, single, fucking each other's boyfriend and girlfriends. Like they're all grown up. They're all like kind of doing better in life. Um, So like we're not going to watch them like probably have kids. And you know what I mean? Like it's going to probably have to end unless people do fall in love with the new people and it becomes like a new show with new people that's the only way it's that's gonna the only happen. way and the reason they but show I'm not, it but i'm telling you that's why I, I don't feel like i'm gonna watch that but i think that like they're so new so you're not used to them but like you'll get you'll like no, fall but the, in love with the them. girl i was on the podcast with yesterday said a really good point the reason vpr worked so well is because they were legit all friends do you remember? Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Legit they knew all, each other. No, bef- no, not knew each other. Be- all best friends. Jax lived with, I mean, Tom lived with uh, 
you know, Tom and Kristen were together. Yes, Stassi and Jax were together. Stassi and Kristen, best friends. Jax and Tom, best friends. Uh, Kristen introduced Schwartz to Katie. It's not true. They right, were all... The only one that came in was Sheena, and she was new. And she was new, yeah. but they were legit really all friends, and that's why it worked, because it's like... These people are all real friends. So obviously Stassi's going to be fucking mad at Kristen for fucking Jax. Like it's not people that just started working together. So I don't think it can work in another way unless they try and they say, oh, like sir employees. So this is a new VPR, but it's not going to be like it was. It won't be the same. But now even like with the original cast, it's like they're all grown up. It's not 10 years ago anymore. Like they are married. They have houses. They get their hair and makeup done for each scene. So it's like. It's not authentic it's anymore. Not authentic. But I did tell you, and I will say this every time I bring this up, as much as it can look less authentic, I know insider information, everything that's going on is for real. Like all the storylines are for real. Like the pastor, uh, the fights between the cast, like everything is so real that until today, even though, you know, filming wrapped, you know, in the summer, yeah. they're still feeling it. They're still upset about it. It's still... That's why it worked because A, they were a group of friends and B, they live it, they breathe it. That's what That's they really what, yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Stasi, like you always say, is hustling. She turned her life into like an own thing. And so even if we wanted to follow these people, they're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, like, like Brittany doesn't do like anything. Like Brittany doesn't do anything. Jax doesn't do anything. Like Tom and Tom, like work at Tom Tom. So let's say, okay, Ariana and Tom wrote the uh, cocktail book. So like, I guess, but like, it's it's it would be hard to like I wonder like they're literally spreading out Jackson Brittany's wedding for like episodes? 75 episodes no. and it's like we don't care we know they end up getting married it's not like a shock do you know what I mean yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you're watching a show and you don't know like we know they got married we know it's at the castle we saw a million photos like yeah. it's not so exciting for you to spread it out four episodes but like that's the premise kind of of this season it's like new people new people Jack's getting married Tom Sandoval being like a dick uh, best man Jack's getting upset about it pastor homophobic Jack's getting upset about it tom being you know not supportive of him um it's just it's it's just not it's just not this season and and it's upsetting it's the first season that i watched live i know and do you feel like because like i know last season was like a really good season so i wonder how it changed like i'm i guess a year had gone by yeah yeah yeah, when they were still working i remember last season was like when James and Katie were in that, what, um, True. had that huge fight and he called her like fat or something and she went to Lisa and got him fired. So there was actual workplace drama still. Now it's like no one really works there. No, no one does anything. No one they does all anything. live in the same house. They all live in the same neighborhood in the same house. So, um, so it's kind of, uh, dwindling. And it's really, we always bring this back to this point and it's so interesting to see these people who have been on TV for 10 years and like they don't get to the uh, level of like bachelor love is people. Blind people. <laughs> love is blind bachelor people. But like, that's the thing. Bravo, like for people who love Bravo, like love Bravo. So in my mind, I'm like Bravo is this like huge thing with massive following and like the world is watching and then you're like, Legit a Netflix show comes out 10 episodes and these people blow the fuck up and 
you know, I don't know if it's like numbers that matter. Like, does it matter, you know, that Katie has 1 million and Lauren has 1 million followers on Instagram? Like, I'm sure it's kind of like people have been watching me for 10 years. Like, they've been watching her for 10 days. I know, but that that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Like, but I feel like because of like VPR doesn't blow up like that. Like, But I think it's because Netflix is huge. ABC is huge. huge. Bravo, as culty as, as it is, as successful as it is, it's not. isn't as huge of a platform Yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Did you notice, though, when there were commercials for The Bachelor last week, that Chris Harrison is hosting every show on ABC? There were what, like, is he, what is he hosting? This volcano thing. And then he was hosting something else and like a new show that's coming on that... Every show on ABC, Chris Harrison is hosting. I didn't watch any other shows on ABC. No, I know. But every show that ABC has, Chris Harrison is hosting. It's insane. This man is like... Because I'm sure The Bachelor is the the most successful show on ABC. I mean, and he's really good at what he does. Yeah. But like Chris, like I love him. It's just, It was just so funny to see like suddenly he's like on The Bachelor and then it goes to commercials and it's like Chris Harrison hosting this. Chris Wait, Harrison so speaking hosting- of Chris Harrison and him being good, what did you think of Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey as hosts of Love is Blind? Because they got a lot of hate for it. Hate? Yeah. Why hate? People just thought they sucked. Well, I just think like the whole, every time they spoke, it was so scripted. What? And like, sight unseen. We will see if love is actually blind. You know what I mean? Sight unseen. Yeah. (laughs) I posted it. So I was like, if I hear sight unseen from Vanessa Lachey, they were kind of tired, I feel like. They they weren't like, it wasn't like captivating to watch them host. They literally said. They could have not been there. They, but they, they weren't there. Like, when were they there? When they came in and just, That's like, said a line? Uh, Danny Pellegrino has a theory that um, that the whole show was filmed and then they f- had them come in and, like, film a bunch of things as if they hosted. That could be. But I will say on the reunion when Vanessa Lachey, like, got emotional and she was... I feel like she's a really, really sweet person. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean she does a good hosting but, job. Right. But I don't think that they should be like hosting a show together. Oh, really? Because it I'm wasn't. I'm cliche, obviously. <laughs> no, I can't with that line. Which like, he like has, what? He obviously. Has le- First of all, he has less followers than Cameron. No, wait, I wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 wait. We're going to find this out now. Drum roll. Then Cameron. No, I can't Drum deal. Drum roll. I fucking... Oh my god, it was so funny. So I put up. Oh my god, he has seven hundred and ninety-one okay. k. Nick but Lachey officially has less followers than Cameron, and like most of the blo- Love Is Blind cast. Ah! No, I need to. I need to put this up. So I put up Cameron's follower count yesterday, and I wrote like, "Listen, he's the sweetest person in the fucking world, but he's also the most boring." Per- oh my god, he's at nine hundred twenty k. Of course, he's. Let's see how much Lauren. She's over a million. I bet you, Lauren. Oh, she's like speed something, right? Yeah. Lauren, let's see, 1.1, 1.1. You guys, crazy. So listen, so I put up Cam and I was like, listen, with all due respect, he's like the sweetest man and blah, blah, blah. But like, he's boring. Like, why are people following him? I quit. And I wasn't even like talking about myself. But I, this person wrote to me like... Don't quit. No, <laughs> I wish. That would have been nicer. <laughs> this person wrote to me like... Um, I wouldn't like compare yourself to Cameron because like he was on Netflix and that's like a huge platform. And like, unfortunately, like you're funny and everything, but like you don't have that platform. I was like, bitch, I ain't comparing myself to Cameron. <laughs> I know I don't have that platform. If I had that platform, 
then would be like, oh, want to laugh and like love this like hysterical cute woman. I love when you compliment yourself. I love when you like then follow her. But here it's like want to like go to sleep. Like I don't understand. Legit, listen That's to what Cameron I'm saying. I'm not comparing myself. I'm saying I need, I'm not going to follow Cameron. Yeah. I might check in and see how many followers he has. I'm not going to follow Lauren. I don't need her skincare routine. Um, but obviously we're not giving them, you know, all the hate. No, I can't deal. Nick Lachey has been around for 25 but years. But he's obviously Nick Lachey. No, no. But can we That's deal so it? so funny. No. Nick Lachey. <laughs> no, but can we deal it? But he hasn't been relevant. Do you know what I mean? He, what is he doing? Where did he come from? This is the first time I've seen him in like and, 10 and, years. And I guess like 98 degrees was like many years ago and like his uh, newlyweds was many years ago. What? Newlyweds with Jessica Simpson? Yeah. That and was, it was like before 20 in, years and ago. And it was before Instagram time. I know. That was like the best reality show, but it was before literally any anybody could follow anybody. Right. How much um, did Jessica oh, Simpson have? I forgot has? to say something I really want to talk about. Oh, what? I'm excited. Because <laughs> I didn't tell what you it. Because it's something you don't know. It's 5.5 million. So we were talking about the Kardashians. So I just want to step back to that for a moment. Did you see Kim at the Yeezy show with Braids? Yes, I did. Okay. So she tagged Chris Appleton, who was on my podcast, who does her hair. Yeah. As if he did her hair. Okay. This woman wrote a post on Instagram going, Chris Appleton did not do her hair. This black woman did her hair. But she's tagging Chris Appleton. Why? I don't know. It's like fucked up. I don't know. It's really, really fucked up. More fucked up, and this is inciza information, is that I put that up and popular celebrity hairstylist Dan Mian says Chris Appleton does that all the time. Takes credit for other people's work. Like if Kim needs braids, he'll bring in uh, women of color that specialize in that. They'll do it for her, but he'll get the credit because he like brought them in. So that's what happened. That's why that's she what tagged happened. Him. But what's really annoying is Kim is a better person than that. Like Kim knows who sat on her hair. Like she could at least tag her. She could tag them both. She can tag them both at least. Yeah, yeah. But this celebrity hairstylist that messaged me said Chris is infamous for, for doing that kind of shit, for taking credit. And it's really wild that Kim participates in it. Kim is also getting a lot of comments about like cultural appropriation. I'll help you out there. Because like she's not black. Uh, I'm not saying, I don't know. I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm I'm not not saying. I'm not so PC. She wants to wear braids, wear the fucking braids. um, I don't care. Yeah. So uh, she gets a lot of hate for that because it's like she's not black and she hasn't dealt with things that black people have dealt with. Yet she's like, enjoying I guess like the fashion and I think that's where it I get it but I think but she does kind of like try to be black a lot yeah and you're not but she can do whatever she wants to do I don't think that like like people judge everything so she wore braids and she's not black you know what I mean like that's like she wants to wear braids wear the fucking braids that doesn't mean that she has had to have gone through what they went through and like like she then you're right about that. She hasn't been what what um they've been through, and she doesn't have to take care Is of her it, hair wait, the same are way. Are you going through a stroke? Why? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure that was like English. Like she'd not go through what they went. Like I don't even know what oh you're saying. Oh my god! Stop. Okay. No, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying she got 
some hate for that. You know when she curls her like sideburns? Yeah, but now I can't stop thinking about what I just said because I have no idea what I just said. Oh my God. But anyway, um, that was... But I feel like if she wants to curl her sideburns, she should be able to curl her sideburns. Yeah, I mean, like, even though it's ugly AF, curl away. Yeah. My thing was only like give credit where credit's due. That's true. Um, And Chris Appleton should be a good human and give that person that he's bringing in credit because he's not doing the work. Yeah, and I heard that he does that a lot. Crazy. Katy Perry's pregnant. I know. Wait, what's happening in Hollywood? I need to know. Like, can celebrities just be like, and I'm 70 and a half weeks? Like, I just want to know. <laughs> they can't just, like, put a baby bump and then, like, but I like, was guessing, are you giving birth tomorrow? Are you, like... She's announcing she's pregnant. She's not going to be, like... Hashtag, hashtag 25 weeks. Like, just hashtag it. We I, don't need... Um, yeah, I mean, like, it would be hashtag nice Hashtag 17 to know. weeks, hashtag it's a boy. An interview is going to come out soon where she'll be, like, doing... You know what I was thinking yesterday? Like, Orlando Bloom is fucking hot. Like, let's, like, take a moment. They're going to have a beautiful baby. No, but it's just, like... I never really thought about them together. Like, I don't think about them. Because they're not so public. And they're not so interesting. But, like, then I, like, was insta-stalking Orlando Bloom, and I was like, I forgot Orlando Bloom is, like, a hunk. Orlando Bloom is a real hunk. Yeah, like, that's a catch, Katie. Yeah, you know? yeah. But she's cute. She's really no, pretty. No, she really is cute. I'm just saying he's a catch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, to say you're dating Orlando Bloom, like... Like, he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> that's all for today. That's it? Well, No. I forgot to talk about Jersey Reunion. Who? Real Housewives of New Jersey Reunion. Oh, oh, oh. The real real on the real housewives. <laughs> I'm not with the Bravo shows. Yeah. Like, I'm really bad with them. Maybe I won't talk about it then. Why? Was it not interesting? No, it was actually really interesting. So talk about it. Oh, okay. So the first part of the New Jersey reunion happened last week and they brought it. Listen, I am really excited to see what happens with Real Housewives of New York without Bethany because Bethany's not coming back because those are the two franchises I watch. But I really think Jersey brought it. And even though Jennifer is mad annoying, she did bring entertainment to the season. And she basically used this reunion as a like one woman show to get her ticket to the next, the next season. season. She was literally spewing talking shit everywhere to everyone. Like the ball she has to like stand up to the OGs. She stood up to Melissa. She told Melissa all her storylines are fake. Um, she even went, you know, she even went after Bethany on Instagram. She's fucking crazy. She's a loony bin. So I don't think it'll be, she'll have any problems getting asked back for next season but I do think some of the shit she says is just uncalled for like who are you who asked you but the Melissa thing and the fake storylines and the whatever kind of all of a sudden like rung a bell like really where is your long lost sister and like I really also don't think you were gonna have a baby Wait, what do you mean she said, like, Melissa just says... Because, no, she doesn't just say, but it looks like since she doesn't have a lot to offer to the show that she has, like, story... Because at the end of the day, you need to have a storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be doing something aside from, like, the shit within the group. Yeah. So, like, she was, like, all of a sudden talking about wanting to have a baby and, like, or talking about how her dad, who had already passed, like, 
uh, had another woman and maybe she went to a medium and they said that maybe she has a sister. So all these storylines that like never pan out, like she never finds a long lost sister. I like see, I she see. doesn't end up having a it's baby. It's 100% fake. So I love how Ariel doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> asks for a tidbit and makes a 100% you guys judgment. How do I live so close to her? Um, but it did open my eyes. Do I think Jennifer Aiden, like new to the housewives should have like been the one to say it no but she had guts to say it I think I also loved the finale that the fourth wall broke because Danielle told Melissa in that totally candid natural uh, you know coffee meeting that they had she basically told her you're not going to be asked back for the show because no one's friends with you and Teresa is your only friend and then basically her friendship with Teresa got blown up too because Danielle said to Melissa that Teresa said to to Danielle to go pull Margaret's hair. So then what happened is that Melissa comes back, shares this, and then I'm like, wow, Melissa really doesn't give a shit about Teresa. Her sister-in-law is like telling this. And Teresa got so upset because it was kind of like the producers um, fucked her because it was on camera, so they showed it. They actually showed Teresa saying to Danielle, go, go do it. Pull her hair. Meanwhile, Margaret's friends with Teresa. So you could see Teresa squirming, but also she flipped off the camera. She ran off and Melissa said she's mad at the producers because this is like this. I love seeing that kind of that shit there is, yeah. because this is what happened. Melissa goes to, to, to lunch with Danielle. Danielle says, Teresa told me to. Melissa gets in the van with production back to the house. Production is telling Melissa's probably going like, is she lying? And production probably said, listen, no, like it was actually caught on tape. Like, well, we can show it. Then she had the, the credentials to come back, give this information to Margaret, to everyone. She said in front of everyone, but basically probably with, with also the, the support of the producers and also the producers kind of looking at Teresa going, we're going to show the footage. So like, you can't really lie. So she was kind of a place where she's basically telling her friend, Margaret, like, yeah, like I did tell her to, you know, and she had no choice. You could tell she was so upset. And again, it's the same thing as Jackson, Brittany and Vinnie from Pearls. And this is the fourth wall breaking. You know, this is not big brother with cameras on the wall. There is a production team. There is yeah. um, so many people on the ground. You know, it's being filmed. You know, it's going to be on TV. You want to look good. You don't want to be the asshole who, who got the homophobic priest, uh, pastor. You don't want to be the, the, the violent bad friend telling your other friend to, to, to attack your other friend. So at the end of the day, it's like, fuck, I'm going to look bad. Yeah. And you can see so much lately in these people. Like, at the same time, though, looking bad is like not, it like makes good TV. So like, it's not a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, but Teresa's in the game for 10 years. Like, she's had that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's You're right about Teresa. Bad. She's looked yeah. bad. She's had that. Like, I feel like she's now she's gone in a place. To jail. She's gone to jail and back. Like, <laughs> she wants to be looking good. Anyway, really excited to see the two additional parts of the reunion. Okay, you guys, here is my interview with Perez Hilton. Okay, guys, we have the pioneer and 
basically the father and mother of all things celebrity gossip today, Perez Hilton. Hello. What's up? You are for real the the god of celebrity gossip. Oh, thank you. I mean, I've been doing it a long time now, since 2004, and I still love it. And what's exciting for me is, you know, as the years go on, there's just more celebrities to talk about. There's new ones. Like, you know, I am thrilled that Lizzo is as popular as she is because I love Lizzo or somebody like Billie Eilish that I Mm. now am covering regularly and she was somebody, I posted Ocean Eyes, the, the very first song she ever released, the same week she released it, before Billie Eilish blew up. No I've way. I've always loved music. I've, I've always loved just pop culture, which is why when I decided to start blogging back in 2004, I knew that I wanted to talk about celebrities and not about myself. Yeah, I read you said that and I really connected with it because do you find, are you not a self-absorbed person at all? Like you kind of love yourself, right? I mean, I'm one of those people that are very yin and yang. Like I am an introverted extrovert. Mm. I am very confident, but also have a lot of self-esteem issues at the same time, both. And I think maybe most, isn't everybody that way really? Yeah, but I so agree with you on that because like, you know, there's such a fun thing about talking about celebrities and I've also felt that way since I was young, but I'm always honest with my followers and my listeners that I wasn't always as confident as you were to say, hey, this is my passion. This is what I care about. Because sometimes people would be like, oh, you're so superficial. You're so shallow. You're interested in like bullshit. There's more important shit in the world, like, you know, politics or whatever. And really only in the past few years, I felt comfortable being like, this is what I care about most in the world. You know, I, you know, I don't judge what I do. I love what I do, but a lot of people judge what I do and, and that's fine. A lot of people judge McDonald's and don't like to eat at McDonald's. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm very transparent. I am kind of like the McDonald's of the internet. It's easily digestible. It's fast. It's fun. Mm-hmm. There is a healthy option if you want it. You know, I do have a variety of content that I talk about. I do talk about politics. I do talk about current events or whatever may be trending that has nothing to do with celebrities. Mm-hmm. But clearly, you know, the celebrities are the bread and butter and, and what I'm most known for. And I still love talking about them. I, I view my job like being a surfer. It's about getting out there every day, riding your board, getting better at it as the years go on, and just loving it, regardless of whether you have a big wave or waves that day or small waves. So you used to doodle on your photos, like on your blog. Do you still do that? I don't doodle. (laughs) I've changed a lot over the years. I mean, I still do some doodles, but not like any inappropriate things. Yeah. I'm in my 40s now. I've got three kids. Yeah. Some people still are behaving like they used to in college when they're in their 40s, but not me. Even my priorities are different from when they were five years ago. I want to talk for a second about your brief appearance on the Hills this year. Can we, can we address it for, for a moment? Uh, Misha Barton was on the Hills and I guess it was a, a, one of her storylines that you're close with Spencer in real life. 
Yes. And Heidi. Um, And then there was like a party and both of you were there and she confronted you, which did look like took a lot out of her because she was really hurt by things you've written about her. I guess when she was on the OC, was it like weight related and drug related at the time? It was probably all of that. Back then she was getting arrested a lot. I mean, she's even still gotten arrested recently, Uh, like two or three years ago, she got arrested. That was all prearranged. Yeah. I signed up for the scene and they specifically wanted us to talk about the past. Like they didn't, it wasn't scripted. There wasn't a script and it was all really based on reality. Spencer had a different party. That wasn't a a Spencer party. That was just like a Hills thing. Right. Right. Spencer had a real party before that for his crystals because he's selling crystals. And I went to this party and I go say hi to him and I didn't even realize that Misha was right next to him. And when she saw me, she went running away. And then when the producers saw that happen and then they started asking questions, that sparked the idea mm. in the producer, on the producer's side to bring me back and have it actually can out. But no, but you said, you said sorry, right? That like I, it was a little bit of ago, but I remember you apologized and then she kept pushing it. And like, you even swore on your family or something like that. And, and listen, I, yeah, she didn't accept my apology, which is fine. I'm not going to force you to accept an apology. You don't have to accept my apology. But when she was questioning me and I, and I was being very sincere, what you didn't see was what I said right before that. We were talking for about 15 minutes, which is a, a good amount of time, okay? Then when I thought our, quote, scene came to an end, naturally, I was like, listen, you know, all this aside, no cameras here. I just want to be very honest and sincere and truly apologize and say how much regret I have. And if I could go back in time and do things differently, I would. And she wouldn't believe me. I'm like, I'm so serious. I swear on my kid's life. And then she's like, I don't believe you. I didn't care if she accepted my apology or not. I apologized. Nobody forced me to apologize. I was here. I wanted to apologize. But when a man or a woman is telling you, I'm swearing on my kid's life, you're like, okay, well, I hear you. And I don't want to call her dumb, but uh, there are so many reasons why I would do things differently in the past. Many of those reasons are selfish. And it has nothing to do with other people, even though one of the main, if not the main reason I would do things differently is because I, w- I don't want to purposely cause people pain. Right. Just by nature of what I do, that happens sometimes. Like if I say, I think the new Justin Bieber song sucks, Justin Bieber may not like that, but I'm not purposely thinking, well, what can I say that's going to piss Justin Bieber off to get a reaction from him so he'll tweet about me or whatever it may be. Right. Things I used to do in the past. But you know, uh, the the other side of the coin, you know, I still, still suffer and am paying the price of mistakes I made in the past. Really? In terms of professionally and socially, like it's nearly impossible for me to date because most gay men don't like me. And also not just about me, but my kids. I know that my kids have suffered and will suffer for the mistakes their father made. Do you think that now with social media and like the fact that your blog isn't just a website, but you, you know, you tweet it and you put it on Instagram, like has definitely your influence has become greater, but has like backlash from things you say become like larger also? 
I love backlash. I would rather be talked about negatively than not at all. So I'm not a troll. So when I say something, I really believe it. So I have great ease in standing behind my words. So you were saying Justin Bieber's, were you talking about the whole album or one of the new songs? Most of the new songs. <laughs> Most of the new songs. Did you watch Miss Americana and Seasons? Like, did you watch Taylor Swift's and Justin Bieber's, like, uh, documentaries? No. I just watched clips of which I didn't watch either. Oh, yeah. So if you watch both of them, you'll definitely feel kind of the the difference between Taylor Swift, you know, who writes her own songs and everything and Justin Bieber. But he's another one, you know, that we obviously wish him well and want him to get his shit together. So lastly, I know you have to go soon, but do you... I want to know what reality TV you love. You know, I don't, it doesn't bother me to admit this. I only watch children's TV, (laughs) just kids' cartoons with my kids. Mm -hmm. I only let my kids watch cartoons on Saturdays and Sundays, and not even that much each day, and maybe Friday night a little bit. But other than that, I don't have time to watch TV. I have my own podcast, which if you guys want to listen to the Perez Hilton podcast with Chris Booker, you can hear it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or directly at PerezPodcast.com. I have two YouTube channels that I'm creating content for daily. Very active on TikTok, creating videos just for TikTok daily. And of course, my website. I really like, we need to get you a few assistants. So because your opinions on reality TV would be, you know, it's a whole realm of like things we need Perez Hilton's opinions on, like the bachelor, the thirst monsters, like what you don't know, but you, you know, what's crazy Perez, like today Once upon a time, it used to be reality stars were so separate from Hollywood and, you know, A-listers. Today, they're all, like, intermingling because of, like, Instagram and shit. You know what I mean? So they're all, so it's all kind of, like, overlapping, which is is crazy. It used to be very, very separate. Yeah, yeah. I love it, though. It just gives me more people and more content. I know. I know. Well, Prez, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us here. And you already told us, right, where we can like listen, find podcasts, website, TikTok. Everywhere. PerezPodcast.com, across social media, all that jazz. All right, Perez. Thank you so, so much. Have a good day. You too. Thank you, Arielle, for coming in here. Am I fired? Like, are you ever going to invite me back again? Does it feel like I'm not? Like, I feel like I might be fired after today. Why? I don't know. I have a feeling. You're going to, like, be like, that's it. You're done. We'll have a, you know, you know that talk that you have before <laughs> you're fired where you can say your last words. Um, anyway, you anyway, you guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I love you. Thanks to the podglomerate for editing, producing the show. Um, we surpassed 50 episodes, you guys. How amazing. Um, uh, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Show me some love. Love ya and see you next Tuesday. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.